0: This I Work For Him podcast is brought to you by the Pocket Testament League. Visit ptl.org for practical resources and encouragement to help you share your faith. ptl.org You know, when you think of Colorado, you think of, wow, there's a place in the country where they blend all kinds of unique spices together. And they smoke it, and it's legal. In fact, it was made famous on Tool Time. I mean, not Tool Time, no, it was Last Man Standing, Tim Allen, and his father, was had a, had one of those stores here in Colorado on that show. But we're going to talk today we might about get a different off now, right? Well, yeah, that's right. We're going to talk today about a different kind of blending. Mm. But before we get to who we're talking to today, we're back with Dan Anderson from, from dot net. Dan, you have a ministry here to business professionals, marketplace leaders, not just people that own businesses, but people that run businesses and people who work in businesses that manage people in businesses. Why are you doing this? Weren't you like a church pastor once? I'm still a pastor. I didn't you hey, oh, Yes, yes, oh, yes. You <laughs> What do you mean, Dan? You didn't hear me say, weren't you a pastor but good once? Good point. I, oh, that's a, right.
1: I was a pastor for 20 years in a local church, and I still mm-hmm. consider In my, this area? Uh, no, actually, north of us uh, last 10 years, and then okay. also in Kansas City. Okay. Uh, for 20-some years, and then God called me here to beautiful Colorado. So welcome, Jim and Martha. Mm-hmm. so glad to have you here and join our, our neck of the woods uh, but called me here to still be a pastor, but on a totally different scale. And as I was like, Tom and Christy are with us today as a as an example. I just really see that they're they a part of the people I get to minister to, encourage, come alongside. And, and just help in any way I can to fulfill their ministry calling in the marketplace. So that's what our ministry is all about here along the Front Range and in, in Northern Colorado, Denver, and even getting into Colorado Springs a little bit. Uh, and hopefully, you know, as God blesses, uh, to expand that reach in different places. And, and God has given us opportunity to speak in different places in Puerto Rico and Guatemala. And so... Uh, just really excited to be with you guys here today. Thank you for so coming.
0: Your Spanish is pretty good, then, when you're speaking in Puerto Rico and Guatemala.
1: No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. no. <laughs> no. He uh, has you, an accent, though. At least, you you, so. you heard the Wisconsinite come out of me yes, a little bit. That's for where sure. I grew up. Yeah. You know,
0: I found a cheesehead for you in a Goodwill store in Arizona. I should have bought it for
1: you.
2: <laughs> you should have. It could have been our present. It could have been. been our it
1: president. saves yeah. your life. There's a story where a documented story would save someone's life in a plane crash.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it's taken more lives than others. All right. You chose to have a couple people join us today. Why don't you introduce them?
1: Uh, yes. It's uh, so, uh, such an honor to have uh, Tom and Christy Cotter uh, with us here today, and they uh, run a business together as a husband and wife, and that's one of the reasons I thought they'd be a great uh, guest uh, for you uh, is to just, it's just, I know you're going to get into that a little bit. I won't take your program away, Jim. Well, Jim, but Martha but can well. arm wrestle in for it. <laughs> that's right. But anyway, uh, so I thought it'd be an interesting perspective uh, to hear how a husband and wife works together, leading a business, and and how how they're making it a ministry, and they're also a part of one of our groups that we call Business His Way groups. That uh, I'd love for them to share a little bit about too. Mm-hmm. So, Tom and Christy Cotter, welcome to I work
0: for Him. Thank, Thank you. you. Great we're to be we're here. excited now, Christy. Today. July the
3: 30th your birthday my birthday
0: well happy birthday we don't get to celebrate many birthdays live on the air but we're excited to be celebrating your birthday well
3: thank you I'm glad to be here
0: it's the anniversary of your 29th birthday I know we won't go into how many anniversaries it is Uh, Tom was going to pay me money to bring that up but I said no we don't take money to do things like that (laughs) it would not help your marriage okay we always ask this question of every first time guest when I work for him and we'll do ladies first Christy you first how did you become a Jesus follower
3: Oh, I grew up in the South, so I grew up in the Bible Belt in a God-believing family.
0: Alabama, you told us off the air. Alabama's yes, Alabama. Okay.
3: Um, so, which part of Alabama? Give it a shout out. Vincent, Alabama, and that's about thirty miles south of Birmingham. Nice. Um, yes, out in the country, country girl, hauling hay and wrestling cattle.
0: <laughs> 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 and we'll, we'll find out how the Lord you know drug you all the way over to Colorado. But okay, so you grew up in a in a church family in the deep south where everybody's a Christian whether they Mm -hmm. believe it or not
3: Mm -hmm.
0: how did I mean what made you make that choice yep that's what I want for me
3: you know I had a wonderful role model in my grandfather and my mother strong believers And my grandfather was so good about sharing the word um, and making sure that we were in church Mm -hmm. Um, so at the age of nine I walked the aisle you know, every every Sunday in the South, you get the, an altar call, and I just felt the tugging of the Holy Spirit to call me down to the altar, and I accepted Him as as my Savior, and I have been saved since the age of nine. Now, have I walked the walk perfectly? Not at all. I feel like I um, uh, when I went off to college, I stopped going to church, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, lived a college life. Nothing wild. Do you go to Auburn or Alabama? Oh, we're all tied. Oh, Alabama. Okay, just checking. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> um, so anyway, um, after I gave birth to my son is when the Lord called me back. Back to walk the walk and to walk the plan that he had for me. Hmm, so
0: Very cool. Yeah. Tom Cotter. No relation to, welcome back, Cotter. No, sir. But you probably wondered when you were a kid, because that was a show when you were a kid. You were wondering, hey, Mom, are we related to that show? <laughs> How did you become a
4: Jesus follower? You know, I uh, became a Jesus follower primarily because of my wife. Um, I was not following the Lord when we first got together, and uh, I had a, a praying wife, and uh, I thank God for her, and... Um, friend of ours passed away and with, with no more foresight than I just don't want to go to hell. I prayed the sinner's prayer and, uh, became a believer. And then, again, through having a praying wife and, and life, I believe I became a Jesus follower more than just a believer. And, uh, um, I know Jesus brought us to, uh, to where we are in life and where we are with the business. And, uh, Lord knows I have a lot more growth to go.
0: Yeah, Chrissy sent a list ahead of time and said, <laughs> here's some of the things that Tom really needs to work about. Can we talk about them on the air today? <laughs> it's
4: so to say, we'll uh, two it's show. her birthday
0: gift <laughs> for you
2: to her. Didn't no. realize this
1: was going to be an intervention. <laughs>
2: <day>. <laughs> no, but let's talk about that because you said, you know, with, um, that you really believe that the Lord has brought you to where you are today. Tell our listeners where you are today. What is it that you guys find
3: yourself doing on a day-to-day basis? Um. We, The Lord has given us custom blending. That, that was definitely a gift. That is nothing that we could have done on our own. We purchased custom blending in February of 2016 okay. um, by the grace of the Lord. And today we feel like our mission there is to provide a place for people to come to work and they feel appreciated and they feel safe when they walk in that door. Um, we like to be Jesus to people. Uh, We have a a variety of beliefs that walk in Mm -hmm. through that door. So we are just trying to love on people and give them a place where they can come and feel safe. And we know life is hard, and life is hard at home mostly. Mm -hmm. So if we can give them a place to come to work that's not quite as hard as being at home, then we feel like we've accomplished something by loving on them. Yeah, Mm -hmm. but who told
0: you to do that? I mean... I mean, did you hear that in a sermon one week? Or I mean, who told you to actually treat your workplace like a ministry place?
3: That'd be the Holy Spirit.
0: So you didn't hear a sermon about it? I did not. <laughs> so Tom, when Chrissy said, hey, we're going to treat this
4: workplace like a ministry place, what did you, how'd you respond? Um, you know, part of me still has that uh, hard driving business part of me. And uh, the, uh, the, the Lord's working on me with that. You know, we, we do want people to... To feel comfortable coming to work we want to extend the grace that's been extended to us and uh through things like uh kingdom way and the common pursuit and the business's way it's been a been a big boost to help us with that to help show us the way on what to do
0: when we come back we'll dig in lots more deeply into customblending.com, customblending.com and tom and christy cotter as they share their story dan anderson you've got some you've got a a, a a Common Pursuit event coming up this fall. When is that again? Absolutely,
1: October 17th. Talk to us about that. What is this event all about? And, and, and you're doing it quarterly. Why? Yeah, so we call it common pursuit because we're trying to cast a vision for every person that comes, whether they're a business leader or a manager or a nonprofit leader, and some leaders of churches that are coming as well, that they are a minister in the marketplace with a common pursuit. You know, like in Ephesians 4, it talks about that we have we are one Lord, we have one faith, one common baptism, but we also have one common calling in number one, following the person of Jesus Christ, but number two, to figure out how do we make our marketplace positions, passions, possessions, of uh, ministry for Jesus Christ. So that's really the thrust of it. We are designed to inspire people, motivate. You know, one of the things we want to do with the event is to, to cause people. So we've had an average about 225 or so the last few events to come and to have everybody in the same room to realize here in northern Colorado, 85% unchurched area. To realize, wow, there are some Christian leaders here that are wanting to live for Christ and leverage what God's given them for God's glory and ministry to change lives and communities and cultures. And uh, so that's what we're trying to, to do through the events. And then, you know, add value to people's lives in, in the event itself um, to realize they're not alone. They don't have to lead alone. We shouldn't lead alone. And then hopefully to uh, lead them to some next steps if they want to jump into a group or coaching uh, of some sort uh, of the things that we offer through our ministry.
0: But your model is reproducible, right? What you're doing here in the in northern Colorado on the front range, as you call it, but some people call it the back range. It depends which part of the country you're on. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but on the front range this can be reproduced in other parts of the country couldn't it
1: absolutely and and uh we'd love to share with people things we're learning uh whatever we can to pass that along if people want to start things like this in their their area of the country and we would invite people to come like uh we've had some people come from south carolina indiana from atlanta and uh different parts of the country just to come and check it out to see what they could learn and bring back to their communities Uh, so we invite people to come and just participate in it and if there's things we can come, come alongside with them, uh, come to do, come alongside them to help them. We'd we'll be glad to.
0: Next event October seventeen. October 17th,
1: 2019. 2019. Yep, 4 to 6 30 p.m. So, uh, uh, e Easy time frame. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. if you're in Northern Colorado area, or if you want to just come in, it's a great place to visit, right, It's That's beautiful. It's beautiful. <laughs> exactly.
0: KingdomWayMinistries.net. KingdomWayMinistries.net. Dan, you brought in some guests today. Why don't you reintroduce them to our audience?
1: Yep. So this is uh, Tom and Christy Cotter is with us today with a company called Custom Blending, and I just really love them to death and love their heart and what they're doing for the Lord already. And I think God's setting them up to be uh, even more strategic leaders here in the community
2: so Tom I want to go back to something you said right before the break because you were saying you know but I still have this you know driven business mentality and I think that that's one of the things that I just want to draw out is that we in order to be all that God wants us to be in our business we have to be good business people so um, you know I think it's just that balance and seeing what is the purpose of it is the purpose of being a good business person to get rich or is the purpose to do something with those riches? And to, um, you know, when how many employees do you guys have? We
4: are at uh, 10 besides us right now.
2: Wow. So you think of just the impla- impact on the families that walk through your door that you talked about and the flourishing that can happen in those families because of the work that you're doing. So if you, I just, you know, I want our listeners to hear that, that it's, you know, it's not an either or, I don't believe. I believe that both need to kind of co you know, commingle and be there together because if you weren't having good business practices, you couldn't be carrying on those employees because you wouldn't be signing paychecks, you know? So right. so how do you balance that and figure out then how what to do with this business ministry that you guys have been given?
4: you know again we, we we learn a lot through the common pursuit events you know mm-hmm. we, we get to hear people who have kind of been down the road we've been down to they're successful and how they take care of their employees and i think that's one of the you know the our heart and we know the lord's heart for our business is to take care of people whether it's um you know our employees our vendors our customers so we we do have to balance that you know we try to give as much grace as possible but there's a a time when Decisions need to be made that Mm -hmm. uh, people may not like um, and decisions as believers that some people might not understand, uh, non-believers, but we still feel we have to make those decisions and and move forward with uh, the plan that's been given to us.
0: Yeah, I think it's important because we are in Colorado that we explain custom blending because you're not a pharmacy. Christy, what do you do?
3: We are a dry ingredient blending company. So the mainstay of what Again,
0: you still need to explain. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of ambiguous
3: (laughs) words there. We're in Colorado. Right. right. So a lot of what we blend are spices, but you're going to be talking about oregano and basil and uh, garlic and onion. So we produce um, custom blends for restaurants and for other food manufacturers. Um, and we can, She so almost said mood I manufacturers
0: <laughs> again, we're yes. in Colorado. So Colorado. <laughs>
3: um, so we can do dry drink mixes. We do bakery mixes, uh, chicken dredges, anything that's a, a dry food ingredient that needs to be blended. Then that's what we do.
0: Where did you develop? I mean, you did grow up in the South where the South is known for flavor. Where did you get a passion for blending
3: spices? Well, I feel like uh, the passion actually comes and starts with Tom. He's been in food manufacturing since I have known him. Mm -hmm. Um, My background is not in the food industry, so I've had a sharp learning curve. But I always tell people we are production nerds. So with Tom (laughs) always being in some sort of food manufacturing, I've learned a lot through him. Um, and through his other jobs and through custom blending. Um, but we like to watch all those shows on TV about food manufacturing, how it's made and all those things. So oh, I've how learned a it's lot made that a great way. Great show. Yeah.
0: So, so, Tom, where did you get your passion for blending spices?
4: Um, I used to work for a company, uh, custom blending used to be part of a larger company okay. and, uh, we were blessed enough as, as Christy said, to purchase it away from a larger company. And, uh, I have been in the food industry doing rices, pastas, drink mixes, things like that for uh, over 20 years. I spent 11 years in the dairy industry, and uh, just enjoy the enjoy what we do. Um, You know, we serve restaurants in the area that probably the vast majority of people have eaten at, Mm -hmm. and it's just fun. to, to do that uh, food brings people together in in many different ways and uh, to be part of that process we serve uh school districts in the area so to be able to school um, districts use spices <clears throat> yes sir See, i grew up in minnesota now they I, never use any would,
2: you didn't he- listen very well it's not just spices so we drink okay. mixes okay, okay. i'm right. sorry i didn't so say do that the, very do nice the
0: school districts <laughs> actually use your spices or just your drink mixes <laughs> um
4: we we sell uh, quite a bit of, of taco mix um alfredo sauce things like that into different school districts because sure. i grew up in
0: minnesota where they never use spice ketchup is a spice in minnesota just in case you're wondering
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> all right so you mix spices to make food come to life yes sir the like, Old Testament talks about that all the time. I mean, I mean, the Old Testament is really a. Uh, uh, I mean, all of the rules and regulations for the, the Levites was to, how to prepare the food to be a, uh, a, a pleasing aroma to the Lord. I mean, they blended spices, they made barbecue. I mean, it, it's really a barbecue menu thing. That's what it really. Uh, it, there's so much of that. The sacrifice thing. Did you ever draw a correlation between your love for blending spices and making food taste great with what the Lord was having the Levites do in the Old Testament?
4: No, sir, I had not. I, had I mean,
0: but I mean, really, you're like you, you. I mean, that's God gave them rules and regulations to make the food come to life. It was incredible.
4: Yes, mm-hmm. sir. So and you, you
0: got a passion that relates directly to what the Old Testament was talking about.
4: Gives Very, us
3: new meaning to what we're doing.
4: It does, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so much in, in the past, uh, you know, America, you know, was was discovered when people were looking for spices. So it it, mm-hmm. it does have a long, rich history. Is that what he was up to? He well, you know, you never really found. It. I mean, Columbus never really
0: found America. He found South America. So when the Pilgrims came here, they were looking for spices. I thought it was freedom for religion. For religion.
3: Well, that's why they came here. But America was founded looking for a new trade route to India ah, for that's spices. That's right. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yes. Good
2: little history lesson. That's right. Right here. Right here, and right I, I work for him. <laughs> so. In what the Lord has you guys doing every day, um, and I just want to remind everybody, we're talking to Tom and Christy Cotter. They have a, a, a company called Custom Blending, and their website is customblending.com. In the work that the Lord has you doing on a day-to-day basis, business, or day-to-day basis, how, I mean, you talked a little bit about caring for the employees, but did you always know that that is something that God wanted you to do, or did is this something that you guys have Talked about and prayed about together, or how, how has it really come? I know you said Kingdom Way Ministries has helped you, but um,
3: how what is the Lord telling you? Well, it's, a, it's a combination of both. Um, I feel like you know when I was graduating from high school, I was seeking the Lord and asking where where do I go from here? What mm-hmm. what's the plan? And uh, clearly, he said to me, "You're to help people." So that sent me down a path of psychology. I eventually got my master's degree in counseling, um, and with that, and being an employee myself and working for other people, mm-hmm. I know what it's like to walk into work and know when you're appreciated, and when maybe you would like to be appreciated a little <laughs> bit more and when yes. you're not appreciated.
0: <laughs> so. Okay, Tom, I, I love this. Okay, so we're going to talk about your marriage now for a minute. I mean, yes, this is workplace radio. But the whole issue is that whatever happens at home impacts our work. And you guys bring your home to work with you, which everybody does. But you do it really overtly because you bring your spouse to work. It's bring your spouse to work, work day every day. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom, you married a woman with a degree in psychology and then a master's in counseling. That brings itself challenges as well. And, I, kn- and I, know, I know this because my mom is a counselor, and, and so I've seen it. I mean, because every, every time you have a conversation, it's like, really, how do you,
4: how do you feel about that? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and have you been listening in our uh, house? <laughs> so how is it, wh- what is the one thing you guys do together to make sure that your married life stays a priority ahead of customblending.com?
4: You know, we we do try to spend time in prayer together. Um, I wish it was every night, but it's not every night. But uh, I think that keeps us grounded. Why isn't it
0: every night? You don't go to bed every night together or what? I don't answer that question. (laughs) 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 Uh,
4: Just the busyness of life sometimes gets in the way, and it it should not, but it does. But, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, we try to, uh, you know, spend some time not at home and not at work um, just to get away from those two places. And uh I I do have an amazing wife. She does keep me pointed in the directions that I need to be pointed. Um, She's a very, very good rudder.
2: Mm. So, Christy, how about for you? What do you, um, you know, if someone, one of your employees were to come to you and say, how do I make my marriage a focus? Or how do I, um, I see something in your marriage that I want in mine. What kind of advice are you giving them?
3: You know, it starts with a relationship, Um, It starts with permission to speak into a life um, and to speak truth into a life. But the foundation of um, any marriage, any relationship, any life event is Jesus Um, and listening to the Holy Spirit. You know, we can put a Band-Aid on our problems and the events in our life um, by talking about cognitive behavioral therapy. But please t- please do not <laughs> talk about <this>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But without the Holy Spirit, there's no true healing. Mm-hmm. You know, Jesus is the healer. It's by his wounds that we are healed. And if you don't have Jesus, then you're not going to be truly healed.
0: And if you keep using a Band-Aid, eventually the Band-Aid will create a bigger wound from the sticky spots. So you, we got to replace a Band-Aid and just seek real healing, right? That's right. So how, when you and, do you and Tom ever have um, conflict? Never. Okay. So when when you're having conflict, when you do you ever have conflict at work?
3: occasionally okay. yes
0: all right so like you don't like you don't agree with the the blend of the spices or is it other things
3: uh i'm not much out on the floor so it'd be some, other, things. other
0: things okay so how do you guys resolve conflict because your employees are watching you i mean you said you have 10 people they're watching they're they're saying okay what's different about their marriage because some of your employees that are working for you are divorced some of them are married and some of them are single looking to get married so they're all watching going can these guys do it differently what do you do when you have conflict how do you handle it
3: i think tom just says yes honey And he said that he has a wonderful wife And I I have a wonderful husband We are best friends And Mm -hmm. we understand that there's going to be times When we do not agree But we have to listen to each other's side And we have to come to some sort of consensus Sometimes though Tom gives in Sometimes I give in But we have to weigh both sides of the situation And decide what is best Not for Tom, not for me But for the collective Mm, Those are good words because I think a lot of times in our, especially in our culture, that's
2: not what people are hearing. They're hearing, well, I, you know, I got to look out for me and I got to protect me and do what I want to do or you deserve it. You know, all of the messages that they're getting and this whole idea of, what's, what is the, the greater good? What is co- the collective, as you said, in this situation, a partnership of, of marriage, you know, what is best for it? And, and you guys are having to make decisions that um, you're balancing what is good for the marriage, what is good for our business, what is good for our future, what is good for all of our employees, our customers, all of those things. And, um, having, uh, biblical wisdom, how does that play a role in in what you guys, the decisions that you
3: make? You know, there there are times when we are looking at a project and we're trying to decide is this a good project for us, and we'll take a time out. I'll go to my office. Tom goes to his office, and we pray.
0: <laughs> like you, so you send each other to opposite <laughs> We opposite <do. for
3: laughs> time out, <laughs> opposite corners. That's right. <laughs> but we take time to pray and to seek the direction of the Holy Spirit. And it blows my mind that when we come back together we are on the same page mm. heading down the same road. It might not be exact or perfect, mm. but it is in the right direction for both of us. Mm-hmm. And it just that alone diffuses a lot of the emotion, mm. the negative emotion that might come along with that.
0: It gets rid of the stupid is what you're saying.
3: It gets rid of the stupid. You're from the
0: South, so You you said that? You're I mean, like that's just such a stupid. Okay. <laughs> stupid so on a sandwich. That's stupid that on a sandwich. <laughs> that's right. The stupid on the menu doesn't mean you have to order <laughs> okay. They don't custom blend that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so, Tom, your business, you, you're, you're blending spices, you're, you're creating things that you, it's not just spices. You, as you mentioned, you have drink mixes and other things. We well, said like Alfredo sauce because that's a sauce. Do you actually produce a sauce or just the dry stuff? The dry ingredients. So they add water or milk or whatever it's got to be. Yes. Sir. Okay. <laughs> Talk to us about how that is. A, y- y- you got 10 people. How many, how many customers do you have?
4: Probably about 150 or so.
0: 150, mostly wholesale kind of customers. I and mean, are you selling to like Cisco's and things like that that are
4: out there taking it out to restaurants? That kind of thing. Correct. We we sell to the major food distributors in the country as well as um, uh, private uh, private uh, food manufacturers. Mm-hmm. We also do a lot of work with people who. Uh, who have started a home business and it's taken off and we, we help bridge them from working in either their own kitchen or a commercial kitchen into the marketplace so they can focus on their marketing and sales.
0: Hmm. Talk about how your faith comes into play uh, on a day-to-day basis. Give, give us an example of an interaction with, with, with a customer um, where you've had an opportunity to just live out your faith in front of that customer.
4: Um, you know, I, I don't want to say it's in a negative way but we were working with a potential customer that was asking us to do some things that we did not think were were right. We that went against our moral moral compass mm-hmm. and we had to let the customer know that we did not want to do business with them. So we How hard was that? Um you know when you're when you're small and you're you're starting off and you're growing you want to do everybody's business but you know there comes a time when when you get that feeling that this is not the right way to go. And I believe that we have been blessed with with more business uh, since we set that aside.
0: That's where the saying, not all meat is good meat, except with a spice from Custom Blending. Yes, sir. There you go.
4: (laughs) (laughs) There's a tagline. Free. Again, free. Not charging for that today. I'm going to write this down.
2: Oh, So... So what is something that you can encourage our listeners? Um, maybe they have either contemplated because I mean you said this wasn't part of your wheelhouse, you weren't in the food industry at all. Or I am before this. <laughs> I
3: she was, was in, in jail. jail. <laughs> Let's just let that sit for a minute. Nine and,
4: nine and a half years in jail. Nine and a half years in jail <laughs> okay.
3: as the case manager. So okay. I worked at a local uh, corrections facility.
2: That was just mean. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it
3: made Jim speechless. It made many that. of our customers speechless. Yes, so I love he, that. He loves to play that on new customers. But um, yes, nine and a half years as a case manager at a local jail, um, transitioning people into the community after some time in Mm. jail, helping them with uh, housing, with drug alcohol treatment uh, and services in the community. Excellent. Well, thank you for your work there because that is so needed. So at some point you guys
2: made a decision to, to start doing
3: business together. What did that look like? Well, we had always talked about having a family business. We've looked at other opportunities in the past, but it just didn't come to fruition. So, um, the Lord brought this together, and it just it just seemed to flow the way it should flow. Not meaning that th- there were bumps in the road. It wasn't it wasn't easy, but it, we knew that it was where we were supposed to be. Mm-hmm.
0: You, you said a family business. Are there kids involved?
3: Just to the two of us. Our son does not want to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> But your son likes
0: to eat. He does he like does. to eat. <laughs> he does. And there's a way to twist that one into action, by the way. He
3: likes seed at some of the restaurants that we supply blends mm. to as well.
0: He just, you never know how that one comes full circle. I, I want you to talk about business his way, because that's one of the ministries of kingdom wayministries.net Business His Way is one of those things where you get together. Well, talk about it, Tom, I, You because know, Christy got kicked out of her group, she said. So talk, to, <laughs> talk, talk about
4: Business His Way. How is it, what is it for you and how has it impacted uh, custom blending? It has uh, impacted me personally in a lot of ways, a lot of positive ways, as, as well as our business and our relationship. And Um, you know, it's, it's a lot of things. It is a board of 11 or 12 other people who really like a board of advisors. Um, Dan brings great content. Uh, he, he, he probes us, pushes us, has us, uh, you know, share where our businesses are. Um, and it, it's, it's, it's a great place to go, um, to share ideas, to get ideas and to let people know, um. When things aren't going well and and they are there to pray for you, support you, give advice, uh, things like that, um, I I highly encourage it for folks.
2: So, Dan, just real quick, what does business his way look like for like what he was talking about going and being a part of? um, Is it a certain amount of time with some strangers or is this an ongoing group that, you know? I'm just kidding. Tell yeah. us what it is.
1: Yeah, it's a monthly group that meets about two and a half, three hours uh, a month, and we have, like Tom said, we the the group he's in, we have about twelve. People, so it sounds kind of biblical, 12 disciples. Sure does. Uh, But we get together, and and, you know, actually, you guys had a huge influence starting that, and and Jim, uh, in his encouragement, some of the materials he gave. So we keep it really simple. We have a book uh, where we read a couple chapters about what does it mean to be a marketplace leader, a follower of Christ in the marketplace. And then the second half is really open ended, where we have a roundtable discussion forum. Uh, where we just ask, hey, if you got an issue going on in your business, uh, share it so you can get biblical counsel and feedback and practical business advice from others in the group. Uh, and less, especially size like Tom, uh, his business, uh, there's not a lot of opportunities like that. So it's mm-hmm. incredible, credible growth and development opportunity.
2: So Dan, you have, um, with us today, Tom and Christy Cotter, and you, um, wanted them to share a little bit about something that they've been doing. I don't know, something in a huddle. Why don't you talk yeah, about it? Yeah, well, that? we
1: have a monthly, uh, breakfast we call it work life connect. And that's a, th- a thing we're doing through our church, uh, through my church and, and Give uh, it a Tom plug. Yep, it's called Work Life Connect. Uh, oh, M- your church. Oh, church, Foundation Church. Yes, thank you. <laughs> uh, here so I M- oh, than that was right
2: along the way. Where did we pass that? I said, what a great location yep, for a church. It is a great location.
1: Uh, and so they're very supportive, and I'm excited. But we have people from all over the community come part of that, too. As so Tom and Christy have been part of that? Recently, we had a friend of mine, Doug. Uh, Klein, who was a previous uh, college football coach and shared some ways that he really tried to encourage their team members. And uh, so I'd love Tom and Christy to share how they took some of that, you know, that principle that they heard from there, how they implement it to really build affirmation, encouragement in their team huddles.
4: So every day we, uh, we start in production and then uh, also in the office area we, we start with just a daily huddle to talk about what's going on and we start with good news and the good news may be uh, uh, complimenting another uh, uh, co-worker for what they've done or something good in life but when each person gives a piece of good news we clap three times and it's just a, a way of encouragement and we, we learned that from Doug during the Work-Life Connect and I think it's uh, working out well for our folks and letting them get to know each other a little better and giving encouragement. Wow. Very cool. On a daily basis, you're doing that. Daily basis, yes. You know, so
2: often when you get together with employees, it's because there's a problem. And Mm -hmm. so what a great culture shift there to be focusing on some good news. Because you hear people all the time, they watch the news and they're like, there's nothing good on the news. Well, there is if you look for it. And, yep. y- and uh, what <laughs> a way to great <laughs> and celebrate. And
1: giving affirmation. She's a news channel, but yes. <laughs> giving affirmation, a huge piece yeah. of that. Uh, there's 78% of statistics I read of people that never receive any kind of thank you or affirmation in the workplace. Mm. That's incredible. People don't leave jobs because of money. They leave jobs
0: because of managers. And yep. managers need to do a better job of loving and appreciating their people. All right, Christy, you blew off that last question. Now, how about this one? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, literally, I, I asked her the question. and She goes, no, not me. That goes to Tom. Okay, so... So Christy, you don't get to blow this one off. So you you were involved in a business his way group, and that made an impact on you. But your group is no longer active. Talk about the impact, though, on you being involved in that and being involved with KingwayMinistries dot net.
3: You know, it, it has been a tremendous blessing to be a part of Kingdom Way Ministries and the Business His Way groups. Um, we developed some amazing relationships during those uh, monthly meetings. Uh, we were able to bring issues to the table and get some amazing feedback. And I know that it didn't just impact me. Uh, I saw how it was impacting my, um, the, the other people in the group Mm um and feel like you know we just disbanded last month and um i do feel like the rest of us some of the the girls in the group will stay in contact with one Mm -hmm. another um so it it offers community it offers support it offers prayer and it offers offers practical ways um, and things to take back to work um but did you
0: stop having needs as a leader in a business i mean you said your group disbanded why don't you start a new one
3: uh That's I coming, man.
0: Thank okay, I'm well, just checking.
3: <laughs> Life happened just, with some group members. Just right the, here in the air. I just want to make sure because
0: it I mean because one of the things that we have seen in the country is that women marketplace leaders desperately need to be connected with other women marketplace leaders because there's such a black hole in that part of the world. So I don't want to. I, I, you're one of those leaders. We got to surround you with other ones. I, I just don't want you to,
1: you know you know, get in trouble. I think you You said it was amazing, amazing, amazing. Mm-hmm. You've, you prophesied. You've prophesied. You've prophesied. maybe. Well. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, you, you know, Kingdom Way, um, we were looking for a place... Uh, when we found Kingdom Way Ministries. We, we were probably in business about two years because we've been involved with Dan for about a year now, maybe a little longer. But the Lord had just laid on our hearts that we needed to get connected with other Christian business leaders so, to understand the path that God had for us and a, a model by which to, to run our business his way Mm -hmm. um and that's when i heard an ad on a radio station about the common pursuit event tom and i uh went that evening or that week to the event um we met dan and some other amazing people and we have been involved with them ever since but i think what has stuck out the most to both uh, tom and myself is that as we were talking earlier today we had the realization that Dan is one of the top two people that have been to our building and prayed for us more than anyone else. Mm. For us, as for our marriage, for our business. Um, so out of, of two people, I can think of he is right up there.
0: A true marketplace minister. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. <laughs> Love that.
3: That's exactly right. So, do you guys have any top
2: tips that you would give our listeners regarding living out your faith in your work? What, what, what can you say to our listeners?
0: Tom, you first, because Christy's going to blow me off anyways.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it, it can be done, um, uh-huh. you know, and it, it's it's not always starting a Bible study at work or maybe you know something complicated it is loving your employees and uh just trying to take care of them and be Mm -hmm. a good steward of what we've been given
0: but when you're loving your employees and they're being a pain in the butt and they need a smack upside the head how do you love them that way
4: I think it's in the presentation when you do it because that does need to happen. You know, we uh, we try to be flexible with people, but we we still have uh, customer demands to meet. So uh, you bring them in the office, um, and and with Christy's background, she's just uh, very intuitive. With they don't stand a chance. <laughs> <with their psycho laughs>
2: background but you know, between that and her southern accent, right? Yeah.
3: <laughs> but it starts with relationship. Yeah, and we are very. Um, intentional about developing relationships with our team members. So Tom is so good about, hey, grab your lunch. We got to go. It's lunchtime. We need to go to the lunchroom and have lunch with our folks. Hey, they're leaving. Let's go by and spend a great day. Let's Mm -hmm. just give them some thank yous um Mm -hmm. we make sure that if it's it's a hot day in the summer tom will say hey go to the grocery store let's get some klondike bars um (laughs) kill for a klondike (laughs) (laughs) so we we are very intentional about developing those relationships Mm -hmm. and making sure they know that we're there to help we not only visit with them at work there's some employees who really um like that relationship and will invite us and allow us into their life outside of work. Mm-hmm. And when that happens, it just makes my heart sing.
4: Yeah.
0: But sometimes you have to love people enough to free their future from working a custom blending. Have you guys ever had to do that? Yes, sir. Yes. Yeah, that's hard. Yes. How do you do that and still let them know that they're loved by you and by Christ?
4: Um, you know, it, it's... I think Dave Ramsey says you set people free to go flourish somewhere else. And I think that's how we look at it. Um, you know, it's it's not a a thing that we enjoy, but it's something that has to happen in order to uh, have a successful business. And if, if they're floundering or suffering in what they're doing for us, they can go somewhere else and flourish.
0: Hmm. I love that. It, those are tough issues to deal with as – Christian business tree owners. I mean, those are, I mean, because there's still people, and people are trouble sometimes. Uh, and, well, and all people have issues, including Tom and Christy Cotter. Thank you so much for sharing those issues on I Work for Him today. It was great. Thank you. Thank for you. Us. Love the Love the transparency, love the authenticity. Dan Anderson, great job bringing another couple of guests, fantastic.
1: Yeah, awesome, man. Awesome. So thank you guys for coming in. Uh, thank you for having them.
0: And, and the Common Pursuit event, October 17th. People could sign up. People can fly from anywhere in the country and enjoy that, right? Yep. And then check with you, kingdomwayministries.net, kingdomwayministries.net. We totally encourage you to come out. Check out that Common Pursuit event. Martha, this has been fantastic, hasn't it?
2: It sure has. And Christy, happy birthday. Happy thank birthday. You. That's right.
0: <laughs> You've been listening to I Work For right? with your host Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers.
1: Our workplace is... It's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for for him. him.